they think that you know my show is valuable enough that they want to give their time to it that's yeah. so cool isn't that cool yeah, yeah. i had because you had temple grandin on, yeah didn't you? <laughs> yeah that same like, yeah I, you know that one was crazy for me and i'm sure it was for you because mm -hmm. you know it's just it was just like a surreal experience experience to be talking to her you know because they made i mean hbo made a movie about her right I mean, her people know people outside a lot of people outside of agriculture know her for her work with uh with autism mm -hmm. and I just she was just it was like and i'm i'm sure you probably felt the same it's like man i i feel totally not worthy to be right. talking to you but Hello and welcome to Talk Ag to Me, the podcast dedicated to improving ag literacy around the globe. I'm your host, Brandon Black, and in today's episode, we're revisiting an old guest of ours as we have with this whole season, and this one is one that hasn't been on the show in quite a while. Uh, it's a fun conversation to have, though, so why don't you go ahead and reintroduce yourself to the crowd, uh, the host of Ag State of Mind, Jason Meadows. Thanks for again for having me back. Uh, really... Gosh, I guess it has been a while since since we've been uh, since we've chatted. You know, so much time. You know, so much has happened in just these last few years. It's just been uh, just been incredible. But <clears throat> excuse me, my name is my name's Jason Meadows. Uh, again, host of the Ag State of Mind podcast. I'm from outside Cuba, Missouri, uh, which is uh, about halfway between Springfield and St. Louis in Missouri, uh, kind of the south central region, if you will. Um, we, I was born and raised on a cow-calf operation. My dad owned a local livestock market. Uh, I was kind of involved in agriculture growing up, but uh, not, not as heavily as I was until after, until I left, left for school and came back. Um, I am a pharmacist. That's where I went to, what I went to school for. Um, so I've wanted to kind of bring those two worlds of mine together. And that's how kind of the podcast was formed, uh, Ag State of Mind, where, you know, we talk about health, well-being, mental health, uh, mindset, uh, all the things, you know, that are going to make the human element of a farm more adaptable, more resilient, um, basically showing that the human asset of a farm or ranch is the most important part and not you know if the if the farmer ranch farmer or rancher is not healthy then the farm and ranch or ranch cannot be healthy so that's kind of my whole approach is you know, trying to get everybody the best mentally physically spiritually um, just a holistic approach to health if you will yeah, that's awesome. And I perfectly agree with you. And one of the big things that I've been trying to do is really bring the humanity back to agriculture, kind of remind people, you know, that at the end of the day, we're all humans running these farms. And I think that your podcast does an excellent job of that because, you know, there's nothing more human than, than struggling, you know, with, with real issues that, you know, every, everyone goes through. So it, you definitely do a great job over on that end of that. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. And it's, you know, trying to, bring related relatability <clears throat> excuse me relatability to it is is really key yeah definitely 
uh, I noticed, uh, you know, more recently, I've been kind of keeping up with your project. Um, I, I noticed, you know, you have been having conversations lately with people in these, you know, larger spaces, like on, on Twitter about mental health and agriculture and, and ways to, uh, you know, work through that and kind of work together as an industry on that kind of stuff. And uh, I actually got to catch one of those conversations. So I haven't been able to keep up with everything, but, you know, how how has that been going? Have, have you been able to have some more of those interesting conversations about that kind of stuff? I mean, I have scaled back my use of social media quite a bit over the last couple of months because it got a little bit overwhelming for mm -hmm. me. Um, so in a, sh in a short answer to your question, I have not continued on a grand scale, but I have, I mean, but the podcast is still rolling and still having super interesting people and super interesting conversations. Um, I actually took a break from podcasting for pretty much for the holidays. I just, I didn't, you know, I was traveling a lot. Um, I had some speaking events uh, and it was, it was actually really nice because coming back into the new year, I have found myself to be, so much more energized and so like re remember why I started the podcast in the first place so um you know I I'm one of those people who I like will go go go, go until I break down and um I I have to I have to slow down a little bit I have to put the brakes on myself a little bit and you know thankfully I was able to do that and um come back you know and it's 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 one of the things i talk about right mm -hmm. it's one of the things that i make sure i i talk about and every time i i i speak to a group or to an organization is i want to um i want to like normalize that it's okay to take breaks you know it's okay to chill out for a, a bit um because it's, you're going to be way more productive after the break than you would have if you would have just kept pushing through and not taking that time away and you know and i think that's a that's a hard thing for people to understand and it's a hard thing for people to swallow especially in agriculture because nobody has ever said that and nobody ever talks like that right like mm -hmm. oh no you got to tough it out and you know and, and i don't want to like discount that i mean it is important to tough stuff out it is important to be resilient but you know sometimes part of that resiliency is realizing that you know being very self-aware and being able to take that time away and like reset yourself and realize that you'll do a much you'll show up much better if you just take a just take a step back for a bit yeah definitely I mean I I did the same thing that you did I took a, a few months off of podcasting to allow myself to kind of you know regroup and get my thoughts together and that was possibly one of the best decisions I made for the podcast for and you. Yeah, yeah and it was you know it was hard you know for sure it was definitely not something that mm -hmm. I was happy about doing but I I noticed the quality of my episodes were getting just worse and worse and my my energy towards the episodes is getting worse and yeah, I just, that's what it was for me is yeah just my energy for it like and I I actually reached out to Will Evans who uh he's he was on my podcast early and he was on the uh he used to have his podcast the rock and roll farming podcast he's from mm -hmm. Wales uh <laughs> so really interesting guy uh, but anyway, I know that he has taken many breaks and I think he's actually completely shut his podcast down now. Wow. And I was talking to him on, you know, just trying to, you know, 
pick his brain about taking a break and whatever. And, you know, we both kind of said like, we would be so like almost sick the day of the podcast Mm -hmm. because not because like, I didn't want to talk to anybody or um, it wasn't that it was totally me. Like it, it was a weird thing and something I just, I couldn't understand why it was that way. Mm-hmm. So I just decided, you know, man, I got to take, I got to step back. Um, and now I don't have those feelings of, of anxiety going into a podcast anymore. I mean, shoot, uh, I've recorded three, this, this, well, this is the third conversation I've had this week, last week, I think I had three or four, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I just have just a really great energy and I'm really back to it, back to fully enjoying it again. Yeah. And I think something about taking a break is it, it's one of those things that's like, I don't know if, you, if you're a big fan of puzzles or, or puzzle based games or anything. I, I'm a big fan of puzzle games. I know that for some reason, if I'm really stuck on something, if I just take, you know, a day or two to step away from it and come back all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, that's exactly what I, you know, why didn't I see this before? Yeah, it's, yeah. you know, it's something yeah. about taking a break and letting yourself kind of reset. It gives you new ideas, gives you new, you know, ambition. And yeah, it at least releases that tension. Yeah. At least for me, it was, you know, the big reason why I got inspired to do uh, the current, you know, season that I'm working on. I kind of took a couple weeks off and I was like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to talk to some of my old guests again, start bringing mm-hmm. some, some of my friends back together. And so I got super excited about it and, you know, went back to work and started getting, you know, episodes scheduled. And it was like the most, you know, the most work that I had done on the podcast in like months, just because I finally had the energy and excitement to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I know exactly where you're coming from on that. And it was, um, yeah, I think the podcast has just has gotten better just this mm-hmm. year already, you know, and some of the people I've gotten to talk to this year already, I mean, even some of the episodes I haven't released yet, they've just been such incredible people and um, just so blessed to have such a community that I'm able to reach out to and and, and have these just really in-depth conversations with. It's um, mm-hmm. sometimes I just can't believe some of the things that come out of the podcast like they, they never that I never thought would it was it's it's been a, a really interesting time and for me for me I, and I, and this goes back to the original thing on the pot of the podcast is like it's my it's my favorite form of therapy you know we talk about th- whatever therapy looks like to you um, the podcast has been just so important to my own mental health talking to people and I'm an in, I'm an extrovert by nature. Mm-hmm. I think you almost have to be to st- have a podcast where you talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a pharmacist, you know, retail pharmacy. I mean, that's kind of part of the job as well. Um, and I'm at my best. I'm at my happiest when I talk to people. And um, you know, realizing that again, um, taking that break and and stepping back into it helped me kind of remember that again. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, I, I podcast for the same reasons, you know, it's, it's, there's a, a message to it. Obviously, there's some kind of goal you're, you're reaching towards as a podcaster, you know, you want, you want people to take something away from from your show. But you know, there's always right. that, you know, that that uh, internal, you know, purpose behind it, too, is, you know, kind of gives you like, like, when I started my show, I wanted to teach people about agriculture. And now it's more so like, I just want to have conversations surrounding agriculture that, you know, people can relate to and find enjoyable and that I can learn from as well. Um, You know, and to your point, you know, I think that this is kind of one of the reasons I really wanted to cover this episode. It gets, you know, 
it's nice to have a few episodes, you know, every now and then where you just reflect on, you know, how your show is doing and how you're doing with it and kind of what you think is going well and all that kind of fun stuff. I mean, it, you know, kind of reflects like the big conversation around mental health and ag anyways, you know, are you taking time to think about, okay, how's this going and, and what can I do to make it better, you know, and having little check-ins and all that kind of fun stuff. I mean, it really adds value to your show and, and to your, you know, just appreciation for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it is nice. It is ref- one of my favorite things to do is to do what we're doing here is for me to go on a podcast and talk about <laughs> my podcast. Like that's like, I mean, that's, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Right? You know, that's so, um, like refreshing and energizing to me and I love it. I love to talk to people. I love to talk all things ag and mental health and, uh, to share, you know, and I think sometimes, you know, and, and I'm happy that it's this way because this, what kind of keeps the podcast sustainable for me is I get, I, I don't, I don't always get to share my full perspective when I'm talking to someone and I'm not complaining about that. Um, but it's fun to kind of have the roles reversed. Yeah. Being a guest on a podcast. I think that's really, really a fun thing to do. Yeah, no, I perfectly agree with you. I mean, there's, there's some kind of, you know, something kind of interesting about like, you know, I always think these things, but I don't really ever get to add them to the conversation. So it's kind of cool to get to have that spot. Yeah. 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 Um, so that being said, you know, what are like, what are some of the episodes that you've been, you've been doing? Have you had, you know, a fair share of like ag and, and, you know, mental health hmm. guests or what, what so, what's been your, let's see here. I'm trying to think here. I have pretty much everybody I've talked to this year has been in at, in hmm. at, at from somewhat um you know i've got i'm the craziest thing is i realize i'm i've got like four people all from purdue that i am going like talking to in the next month or so like that was not planned but like there's a student couple students at purdue one person that works with purdue uh, extension uh it's just I, I, that wasn't, that wasn't the plan. Uh, it just kind of happened that way. So, uh, and, and for good reason, because I think Purdue's doing some really excellent work with, uh, with farmer mental health and rural mental health, uh, really excited to talk to some of those people. Um, actually my wife ran into the Purdue extension, uh, folks at FFA national convention when she was there with my, my, our son. And, uh, you know, she, talk to them and we she they had a big thing about mental health there you know they're kind of rolling out this new program so it's really cool that 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 was a really cool thing where my wife was able to like make a connection for me that doesn't happen very often in this kind of for us because I'm the one that's outgoing I'm the one that goes and talks to people and gets the guest obviously but you know it was cool that she was able to you know contribute to this as well it's really you know it's it's just a really cool thing for you know because this is a what I do is I consider it part of the family business you know I do the work Carrie um, she doesn't she's not necessarily active on the podcast, but she is very encouraging and very critical of me, which is a good thing. Um, and then Levi edits the podcast. 
so it's you know it is it's a part of our family business so it's 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 cool that she was able to contribute like that but the uh, the episode that i have coming out that i am the most excited for and this is the one that i have uh i've already recorded it and it's a with a uh cowboy western country music singer by the name of bren hill have you heard of him i haven't no He's, I mean, he's, you go search him on Spotify. Uh, he's got, or wherever you get your music. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's where I get mine. I just, yeah. uh, but anyway, he's just got loads of like this guy and you hear the songs like, man, this guy should be popular. Yeah. Um, and I, I was listening to some of his music and his music like speaks about agriculture, rural America, cowboy way of living and like just i remember i heard his music on pandora one day when i was at work and i was like man that's different that guy gets something he said i just i can't remember remember what the words that were in the song was like that guy knows something to use that kind of language so actually i just found his website reached out to him via email he got right back to me and said yeah let's talk next week so i uh, recorded with him last week it's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks and man, I am so excited for it because that's a guy like I've, he's, I've listened to his music for probably five or six years now. And like, it's almost surreal. I mean, the guy's not, I, I, you know, he's not, you know, he's not George Strait or anybody, you know what I mean? But he's, <laughs> to me, I mean, he's, he's somebody that I think has done, been very successful and done very well. So uh, that one, that one is so exciting. And that one's for personal reasons. We yeah. had some, we had a really great conversation around it and it was cool to get his perspective uh, of it, of someone who's lived the life, but also is like a, you know, kind of related in a way to what you and I do as podcasters, mm -hmm. you know, he's a singer songwriter, you know, he just, he displays his media differently or he expresses himself differently. Um, but still, I think I still feel like it's similar. So it's, it was cool to kind of, um kind of see those similarities in his way of thinking yeah no that's amazing and i i know how it feels to get you know like a like a big time you know celebrity or like somebody kind of more popular on on your show and just like that little excitement of like man like they think that you know my show is valuable enough that they want to give their time to it that's yeah. so cool isn't that cool yeah, yeah. i had uh, you had temple grandin on, yeah didn't you? <laughs> yeah that thought, same yeah I, you know that one was crazy for me and i'm sure it was for you because mm -hmm. you know it's just it was just like a surreal experience to be talking to her you know because they made i mean hbo made a movie about her right and her people know people outside a lot of people outside of agriculture know her for her work with uh with autism mm -hmm. and I just she was just it was like and I'm, I'm sure you probably felt the same. You're just like, man, I, I feel totally not worthy to be right. talking to you. But she didn't see it that way, you know, which was cool. You know, it was such a cool experience for me. Yeah, no, me too. I mean, I was so I've, I've you know, she's been a big, you know, inspiration of mine since I was, you know, early in my FFA career, I, I watched, you know, I watched a lot of her videos and stuff as a freshman. And, you know, I, I grew up, you know, working with horses and cattle and being a very big fan of animal behavior. And she was like, you know, leading the pack in, in that research. So I, I still like to this day, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm currently writing a curriculum for my, for my college for animal behavior class. And I reached out to her and she let me use her, her work for my curriculum. It's been like, you know, mind-boggling the, the amount of stuff that she's been like, okay with us using. So I, I know, you know, I know where you're coming from. It's, it's amazing. Um, I, I was just going to go back to your, 
your interview with uh with Brent Hill, I was gonna say there there's a because I'm a big fan of cowboy country. That's like my my favorite genre of music. And you know, my mm-hmm. my go-to cowboy country artist is um Dave Stamey. I don't know if you're familiar with him at all. Um he's a we talked about him. Did I, we I wasn't, but did we? Okay, I couldn't remember if we if I brought that up last time or not. That's that's he's I just started listening to him again. No, no, me and Bryn talked about okay. him. Okay, I was gonna say I don't I don't yeah, remember bring him up, yeah. but that's that's amazing. He's he's by far my favorite. He's incredible. Yeah, obviously I'll have to check him out too because I love like I love the cowboy. You know, uh, Michael Martin Murphy, yeah, uh, Corb Lund, mm-hmm. Ian Tyson. Uh, I mean, even back Chris Ledoux. You know, yeah. I love that stuff. I just you know because I you know I. I embrace, even though I'm not from the West, I feel like I was misplaced. <laughs> I feel like I was supposed to be born in the West. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't take it anyway. I love where I live, so I shouldn't say that, but I feel like I'm Western at heart and um, something about the West and then the music of the West, the culture of the West, uh, mm-hmm. it just speaks to me. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm in the exact same boat. So I'm, I don't know if you, if you're a big, you know, Netflix watcher, but I, um, I love there, there's a show on there called Longmire that I just have. Yeah. Yeah. I, (laughs) I watched that whole show and then I rewatched it and then I just got my girlfriend into it. So we're rewatching it again. It just like, I, something about that, that whole just Western, you know, like cowboys and Indians culture is just so, just so like attractive to me um, that I, you know, hearing you say you got to interview a, a cowboy country artist is just like, that's like, oh, that'd be like my dream right there. That's so cool. Yeah. It, you know, and it's, it's, it's amazing how accessible people really are. Right. Uh, you don't like you, you, people, a lot of people, you know, like, you know, obviously the bigger names aren't as accessible, but it's, it, you'd be amazed what it, how easy it is to talk to so many people and that's what's gotten me like that's what the podcast has shown me is like people are super accessible and people want to talk about stuff people Mm. are for the most part i mean i've had very few people say uh no i'm not going to come on your podcast which is okay it's okay for people to say no to it um you know but uh i i for the most part, people are so gracious with it. And they're, they're so willing to share their story, no matter who listens or how many people listen, they just want to, they just want to tell it. And it's, it's incredible. And it's, it's really fun. Yeah. And I think that you're in a unique position and especially, you know, I think that a big reason why is a lot of those people, you know, they live such like fast paced lives. They probably don't get to sit down and just have a fun conversation like that every now and then um very often and so i think that you know you provide a great platform for that because you have you know a podcast that talks about you know you have like the the rural ag side of things so you can really get some you know some solid guests on that side but you also have you know mental health which is such a a huge topic especially today's day and age so it's like you know you can really bring on anyone you want you can have something to talk about and that's such a you know such a great opportunity for you know for your show so you i i have no doubt that you have some really great conversations yeah, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to who, wherever, I mean, who knows, I, you know, somebody, somebody asked me one time, like, who's your dream guest? And at that time, it was Temple Grandin, mm-hmm. you know, that was, you know, and that's all it took was somebody asked me on a tweet, I think. And I was like, Temple Grandin, well, I mean, that's all it took. Vance Crow saw that he had just had her on his podcast. And she helped, helped me hook, help hook me up with her. And it was like so unreal like and so now it's just like well 
now who is there you know so it's got me really trying to think like who are these big names that i could have a conversation with um right. you know and i i don't know really anymore like <laughs> i don't I, it's yeah, i don't know maybe like somebody like zippy duval the president oh, of the yeah. American farm bureau you know i mean that'd be a super interesting person to talk to and you know he's had his mental health issues and um you know farm bureaus huge about talking about mental health and i can't commend them enough for that mm -hmm. uh, so you know there's there's people out there so it's it, it, i'm very excited to see who those people might be yeah no I, I think that that's really cool i i think that we need to start a fan club for ag podcasters who got to talk to temple grandin because that it seems to be a like a rite of passage um <laughs> so I just realized that and I, you know, I, I had never, I hadn't found you in, on Facebook until this week when I reached out to you and we have a ag podcasters Facebook group. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Um, and I, I, yeah, so I will send you an invite to that tonight. Um, Trevor Williams, it kind of started it. Uh, do you know Trevor? Farm, I don't. The Farm Traveler podcast. Okay, I know the podcast. I wasn't familiar with with the name. He's a he's a yeah he's a he's a good friend of mine, mm. and uh, we he started that a couple years ago. Um, so we'll, we'll get you because it's been a very valuable resource. Uh, we'll get you in on that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but no, I think that you know to to your point about you know who you know who do we interview next? Like, there's so many people out there that are like you know that can make good guests, but at the same time, it's like a you know, at this point, do you even have like an ideal guest to strive for? You do you, you kind of just like let yourself grow bigger and then the ideal guest will kind of come to you kind of thing. Or, you know, like what's like, what's the, you know, I, I can't say that I have a ideal guest because like you, mine was Temple Crandon and that got answered pretty quick. Um, but no, that that's super cool. I I mean, I I, I want to touch on your conversation about the, the Farm Bureau because I think that's a really like, I, I remember I reached out to you this is a couple months ago now about a farm bureau contest that I was actually doing. And one of the, one of the, the discussion topics mm -hmm. we were going to have to talk about was mental health and agriculture. And I, I plugged your podcast like crazy during that whole conversation. And it was like, that was like my, my main, my main point. And that's what actually won me the, the, that particular round of the discussion topic was that people were like, Oh, wow. That's super cool. There's a resource out there. I'm like, go listen to it. It's real. It's, it's, you know, it's really helpful but it was it was super cool oh well, thank you for that that's that's <laughs> very that's flattering i appreciate that um but you know and, and to answer the, the original part of the question like who, who do i you know do i go out look for people or uh how does it how does that happen um now i just let people come to me almost yeah or just let it happen organically it's a really funny how it's changed over the podcast like i remember when i first started the podcast like okay i gotta talk to these important people mm -hmm. i gotta talk to these people who have a following um but now it's changed now i'm more interested in having the conversations with people and mm -hmm. talking about the things um it's and i for for me as a podcast host, it's made my life and uh, job easier hmm. because I find myself to be like, I found myself to be 
genuinely curious and much like you and I are doing here today, I don't have a, I don't have a outline or a script, what have you for the podcast. For the most part, we just get on and we talk. And I can't tell you how refreshing that is because used to, when I, when I started the podcast, I get nervous and you know, I'd have to, oh, I got to write down all these things and make sure. And that helped me get started, but now I don't do that. And that's, um, that's been, been very like, you know, cause I'm, I don't know, everybody's busy. I don't want to say that, you know, I'm busier than anybody else. Uh, everybody has the same hours in the day. That's just up to you how you spend them. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, that taking that time away from the prep work, I don't do the prep work like I used to. I just, we have genuine, I make a connection with somebody, realize that there's an important conversation to be had. And then we go from there. Yeah. And that's, that's awesome. It's, it's very, uh, it makes it very easy on me. And I think it makes for a better, a better podcast. Yeah. And that, you know, I think that mitigates a lot of the risk of, you know, you're, out there seeking, you know, as many guests as you can get. And then you start getting, you know, conversations that are a little lackluster or that don't quite reach that, you know, that, that genuine level that you're looking for. Um, you know, when you have that connection first and then you kind of say, you know what, this will make a great podcast episode. Can we hop into zoom call and do this, you know, real quick. That just adds so much to the episode and to the show. I, you know, I can't tell you how, how good of a strategy that is and how much, you know, I think that other podcasters really need to, I mean, obviously when you start out, you got to try to get some kind of guests to start off with, but when you can get to that point where you're able to just allow yourself to just go with the flow and just like a, as the episode comes up, you just make, you know, you make it on the spot and you just go with it. That's it. It makes them sound so much more fun and genuine. It makes you enjoy them more, makes your guests enjoy them more and more likely to, you know, to, to shout you out and kind of spread you to other people. Like that is you know, you're absolutely, I agree with you hundred percent on, on that. That's so cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's been the best thing for me for, again, for my own mental health, trying to <laughs> make sure that I am well, and I'm not spreading myself too thin uh, Yeah, and just re- relying on my curious mind. Mm. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So we talked about an ideal guest. Do you have an ideal episode, like a topic that you really want to talk about? You're just looking for the right person to cover it with? You know, I don't, I don't know. I, not really. I don't think, hmm. um, you know, uh, I, I talk a lot. So for me, it's in a lot of, things I, t- I talk about my I talk about my sobriety journey quite a bit now mm. and I didn't have that um, I, that's a lot of my social media has come that's where I've expressed myself for that um, but I've only done a few podcasts on it I did a whole month of talking about sobriety too um, and you know and I for me the reason I talk about that is not to hold it over somebody's head um, or, uh, you know, beat, beat my chest and uh, be pretentious about it. Um, I talk about it because I want it to be just as accepted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want two people to, you know, I don't want that to like, again, I, we talk about stigma. There's a stigma surrounding that. And mm-hmm. 
it's really important for me that that stigma be removed around alcohol um, because it's it's just an accepted part of culture and you're almost sometimes feel and this may be perceived more than it's real uh, but there's a you, you're perceived as like a oh sometimes as an outcast when you don't partake and um, I found that is something that, you know, I've, I've found that that's something that's really important to me um, mm-hmm. is making, you know, again, normalizing the conversation around that mm-hmm. um, and kind of giving the per- people permission if that's what they want to do. Yeah, no, I think that that's a that's a really interesting and, and a very needed topic you know, to talk about. Um, you know, I I was very much a like I refused to even touch alcohol for most of my life. Um, it wasn't until like very recently, like mm-hmm. shortly after I turned 21 that I slowly started to, you know, drink more, but you know, to this day, I'm very much not a, like, not much of a drinker. Like, you know, I'll have like one drink for a social event and I'll just call it at that. Um, and you know, you're absolutely right. That was a very much like a, like I was almost a social outcast for my refusal of alcohol. Um, you know, I was also the one that could take care of everyone else when they were about to pass out, but that was beside the point. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. Having that conversation about, you know, destigmatizing the necessity to drink alcohol is such a, you know, I think a, a, an important topic. I mean, especially in, in our rural communities, because I mean, it happens all, you know, all, all over the place, but it seems like it's almost like a natural coping mechanism for those in rural communities for some reason. It is because I mean, it's, well, for me, it was how all the people in, that were important to me, especially the men, that's how they dealt with it. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, and it was, I mean, it's not even, it wasn't even anything to bat an eye to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's a, another big reason is like, I want to be maybe that example, like, oh, well, here's this guy that he doesn't have to do that mm-hmm. um, or doesn't, doesn't or chooses not to do that, I guess is probably a more appropriate way to say that. And, uh, you know, just challenges the thing. I'm all about challenging paradigms, right? That's mm-hmm. a big, you know, I'm about challenging the paradigms around mental health. I'm around, I'm about challenging the, uh, the paradigms around production of agriculture. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is just another paradigm that I'm challenging and maybe hopefully giving somebody a point of view because one of the one of the most harmful things that can happen to someone is to get into an echo chamber and you know everybody's the same and we all turn out to be these robots and perfect curated whatever and you know I don't want that to happen and I think that's one of the great things about America is we can be different and still still get along, still understand. And, you know, that's another important thing that we talk about. You know, I, I don't talk about politics on the podcast purposefully, but I do mention that I do bring people on that I disagree with politically. And we don't talk about politics, but we do talk about the fact that we don't see eye to eye politically. The person that comes to my mind is Emily Kreckelberg. Um, her and I are on very opposite sides of the political spectrum, um, but we like to talk about cows and we like to talk about mental health and that's enough. 
you know, we don't have, we can put those disagreements or those things aside and we can really focus on the things that uh, bring us together. And I think that's a really, um, that's a really important thing. Again, it all goes back to mental health. It's a really important thing to realize that you can disagree with someone on something and still like them, still be their friend. I mean, hell, I don't agree with my wife on politics. So, I mean, you know, we live together. And so, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's, that's another unintended thing that I have done. I haven't done a lot of that, but I've made sure to um, definitely not exclude people I disagree with politically um, and sometimes make it a point to talk to them just to show that we can have rich conversations no matter what our viewpoints are. Yeah, no, I think that's a really, I mean, I, I would consider, we were talking about, you know, the paradigms you, that you like to challenge. I'm not sure if you consider yourself an agricultural education podcast. I would consider you an agricultural education podcast um, from the perspective of you teach people about a side of agriculture that doesn't get talked about enough. Um, so I, from that, I would say, yeah, you're, you're an agricultural education podcast. Um, I think that the general role of ag ed podcasts is to, you know, challenge paradigms to a degree. Uh, there are some that are just generally just going to talk about FFA or some other ag, you know, ag leadership groups and, and, you know, that sort of topic. But the value that I find in ag education and challenging the paradigm of ag education is like you just mentioned, you know, kind of breaching those typical communication borders that we see. I mean, like my whole show is dedicated to talking to people who don't come from agricultural backgrounds. And more often than not, as you mentioned, they, they disagree with me politically, you know, and that, that tends to, you know, make itself apparent throughout the conversation, but it never once degrades the value of, of what we're saying. Um, because, you know, we still have that, that respect established, right. You know, there's still the, the mutual agreement of we're going to talk about food. You know, we're going to talk about the things that, that keep you alive and that keep me alive and that kind of unite us instead of divide us as, you know, everything else is going on with, with the world. Um, and just having those conversations, you know, that, that can be free of politics while still like remaining in the, the sphere that politics would typically occupy in the conversation is just so like, like you mentioned, there's almost like a relieving factor to it, to being able to, to disagree with someone and still like them and still have, you know, those, those kinds of educational conversations that help everyone involved. You know, they help the listener, they help the, the two people having the conversation. They just lead to better results because, you know, having a different perspective, believe it or not, it's actually going to benefit, you know, the, the thought process at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm guilty of sometimes uh, othering people and chastising people based on their political beliefs. So, I mean, I'm not perfect in that. And, you know, I don't pretend to be, but I, I challenge, I really try to challenge myself on that and get on. And I think that's another thing. Another thing that is a big thing that I do is I try really hard to get uncomfortable. Um, I, you know, nothing, what's the quote, nothing can grow in a comfort zone and nothing, gosh, I, I screwed it up. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember the exact quote, but, uh, what is it? Nothing can, nothing. I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. Gosh, dang it. That's what happens. Uh, 
you get your your mouth moves faster than your brain <laughs> oh yeah i i happens to me all the time i don't uh i don't blame you um is it a comfort zone is a beautiful place but nothing ever grows there is that what you're going for it's something like that but there was something let's see comfort nothing ever grows inside of a comfort zone and nothing i gotta i gotta look it up now <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna drive me nuts sorry no you're good go for it i always like adding new new quotes to my my roster so and you post the best quotes i mean i i every time you post a quote i'm like oh yeah i'm adding that to my book <laughs> i try i try <laughs> okay here it is it's right. from jocko let's hear it do you know jocko willink there's no growth in a comfort zone and there's no comfort in a growth zone i like that that's beautiful that, yes yes <laughs> Gosh, I knew it was, uh, that's that, like, I heard that one time, like, and so like that, that, that quote has pushed me so many times, you know, and that makes me mad that I, uh, couldn't remember it because it's been so important to me, but, uh, I like anytime, like I feel myself hurting or painful or something's hard, if anything's hard, I like, again, it goes back to Jocko. He's like, oh, it's hard. Good. <laughs> you know, it means you're growing. It means it means something better is coming down the line, and um, that is that's a that's a really a strong way to live. I I think, and it's hard. It's hard to live that way. I mean, you know, right now I'm in the middle of try, I'm I'm trying to shed some weight, um, you know, just a few pounds, and and it's tough, man. It's tough to not eat the way I want to, but mm -hmm. you know, the, the thing that's going in the back of my mind is, oh, that's, that's good. It's not, it shouldn't be easy to do these things. You know, if anything worth doing is, is worth it, it's worth it to be hard. Right. Yeah. No, that, that's always a policy that I try to implement wherever I can. You know, if it's, you know, the best things in life are, are never easy or, or uh, if, you know, right. If, yeah, if, if it's like, like you said, if it's, you know, if it's difficult, then it's probably worth it. Um, but no, I mean, that's, yep. I, I think that that's a, a fairly appropriate quote to reflect the entire mindset of, you know, those in the ag industry. I mean, our entire, our, our entire career is, you know, basically suffering to a degree. You know, we're always trying to do something that's, you know, next to impossible, but at the end of the day, it's going to be valuable because it's going to, it's going to feed people. It's going to occupy space. It's going to, you know, help people live their lives. Um, you know, there's always, you know, there's almost like a, uh, like a, a codependency on agriculture and struggle. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, it's, and it's, and it's all about sacrifice too. Nothing, mm -hmm. you know, to do that, to live that sort of life, it's full of sacrifices mm -hmm. and, um, you know, but being able to embrace those sacrifices uh, is um, you know, it, to understand, you know, it helps you try. I mean, it doesn't always work, but it, it, it can help you uh, keep you from taking things for granted. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I absolutely agree. Well, uh, that kind of wraps up all the thoughts I had in my head. Is there anything else that you wanted to add on or talk about? 
No, man, just uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you having me on again. Um, just every, I encourage everybody to go check out my podcast, check out my website. Uh, you can find me all over social media, all over any podcast platform, uh, Ag State of Mind. Awesome. Well, yeah, for sure. Your, all your links will be down, down in the description. People will be able to find you all over the place and I'll be promoting your podcast as I usually do. Um, and I, you know, I like to like to share around, you know, contacts I think will help people. So I'll definitely be shooting your, your podcast to all the directions I can. Um, but yeah, thanks again for joining me. This has been a, a great conversation. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. There. Th thanks for having me, man. I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate all you do. And I appreciate the work that you're putting into, you know, to, to, you know, carve out your little part of place in this industry. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very needed. Thank you. I, I appreciate you saying that. And as I mentioned, you know, I, I think that you're doing a great thing and I'll always be, you know, more than more than willing to promote what you're doing and, and kind of send people your way. So I'll be definitely doing that wherever I can. But um, yeah, so, you know, thanks again for, for joining me. It's always nice to have a nice little reflection episode where we get to kind of just relax and talk about all the cool stuff that's going on in our lives. Um, so I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope the listener enjoyed it. And I hope to catch you all next week. And don't forget, if you wait today, thank a farmer.